Uh, welcome back to uh, K&J Podcast. We're here with uh, Dwight Eisenhower. Oh, yeah, it's just an honor to be here. I'm glad to be talking with you guys. Now let's just get down to it. What was the most important event to you during the war? So the most important event to me was uh, in the military, I made a full general in 1943, and I was appointed Supreme Commander in December 1943. I was given the responsibility of spearheading the planned Allied invasion of Nazi-occupied Western Europe, known as D-Day. Amazing. Great, thanks. Love to hear it. Okay, so now tell me, was there like a certain moment that was most important or experience? Just tell me about that. The most important moment in my military career was D-Day on June 6, 1944, when more than 150,000 Allied forces crossed the English Channel and stormed the beaches of Normandy. This invasion led to the liberation of Paris. So probably my favorite experience during during the war was when I returned home and I was given a hero's welcome in 1945 and also was able to serve as chief of staff of the U.S. Army. It was quite a journey and a lot of men gave their lives for our country that we can never really actually thank enough and give them the true hero award. Be right back with uh, KJ Podcast. Here are some quick facts about President Eisenhower. He was born on October 14, 1890 in Dennis, Texas. His nickname was Ike. His vice president was Richard Nixon. He had one son, John Eisenhower. He had a wife, Mamie Dudd. He was in the military for 46 years. He was inaugurated when he was 62, and he served as president from January 20, 1953 to January 20, 1961. Uh, welcome back to K&J Podcast, and we're still with uh, President Eisenhower, and we're having a good time with him. And here's another question for you. Being the general of the attack for D-Day, how did the effect... How did this affect your thinking before and after the attack? I'd love to hear it. So before D-Day, I was nervous. I was very tense. It was something I've worked on nonstop for months. I knew this entire enterprise rested on my shoulders. Being so stressed, I was on a diet of coffee and cigarettes. I was smoking an average of four packs a day. So naturally, I had health issues, and my stress caused my blood pressure to rise. And when the day... June 5th came, I gave the orders to go. Right after that event, I went back to my trailer and wrote a note that stated, Our landings in the Cherbourg Havre area have failed to gain a satisfactory foothold, and I have withdrawn the troops. My decision to attack at this time and place was based upon the best information available. The troops, the air, and the Navy did all that. The bravery and devotion to duty could do. If any blame or fault attaches to the attempt it is in mine alone this note also became famous later going into this i had to trust my commanders to carry out the mission and have faith because it was out of my hands then and after d-day i was just super happy that it all worked out so for me and the rest of the allies it was a defining moment of world war ii it made my reputation and i believe landing leading up to the presidency I do not think I would have been president if I had not been Supreme Commander of Normandy. My thought process changed in making tough decisions. Tough decisions? Would you say the decisions you made were in a positive way or a negative way? I would say making the decisions I made had positive and negative effects. Positive, because of storming the beach and taking the leap of faith, we liberated France and ultimately won the war. 
Making many tough decisions as general bettered me. I like to think it prepared me for presidency and many tough decisions it had also forced me to make. For negative, the negative is all the true heroes who gave their lives for our country, like, like in Normandy. Those lives will forever be remembered, and ultimately these tough decisions I have made had both a negative and positive effect on me. Nice response. So a little off topic, um, Dwight, or Ike, you know, I mean, I like messing around. Uh, I, hear, I hear you're the first president to ride in a helicopter. Yeah, it was a little nerve-wracking being the first president to do that because uh, nobody's ever really done that. Um, so in 1957, I was the first president to fly in a helicopter. And after that, I would I'd do it regularly to fly from Camp David to Gettysburg, Pennsylvania, where my farm is at. Mr. Eisenhower, I hear you have a serious hobby of painting. Tell me about it. Yes, my wife introduced me to it a couple years back. I have at least 250 paintings in Huntington Hartford Museum in 1967, and they probably would have burned this crap a long time ago if I weren't the President of the United States. Uh, thanks for answering all our questions. It was a great time talking to you. We had a great time learning, experiencing everything with you. It was just great to hear what you have to say. You're a great man. It was good to be here. Thanks for having me. I'd love to be on again. Thank you. Thanks for listening to KNJ's podcast. Tune in next week to hear our special guest, Richard Nixon.